Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Well, turning back to Iowa now, where former President Donald Trump won the state's caucuses by a historic margin last night. Prepare for terminal meltdown. Here he is right now under... Under my voice, you hear him repeating his anti-immigrant rhetoric. There is an authoritarian mm-hmm. movement inside yes. Republican politics that isn't being bamboozled by Trump. Mm-hmm. They are pushing Trump yeah. to get more and more right. extreme. <laughs> We're all going to die! Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Electric cars may be the way of the future, but it's clear there are some problems when it comes to charging them in Chicago's deep freeze. Oh, we got a bunch of dead robots out here. Uh-oh, spaghetti uh, Whether it's Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative, it would be so nice if we could come together and straighten out the world. He's a monster. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. If you'd like to join us... The number is, as always, every weekday, 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. It's the day after the Iowa caucuses. As you know, uh, former President Trump won bigly, 51% of the vote to uh, 21% for uh, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida and 19% for uh, the former governor of South Carolina, Nikki Haley of Vivac. Vivek Ramaswamy got a little under 8%, immediately dropped out and endorsed Trump. He's with Trump this afternoon in New Hampshire, and he's going to be making an appearance with uh, Donald Trump. DeSantis, uh, rather than flying to New Hampshire, where the the first in the nation primary will be a week from today, uh, jetted off to South Carolina, and uh, which is the home state of uh, Nikki Haley, his opponent. And uh, Nikki Haley is uh, running around like she actually uh, finished second rather than third. And uh, there were there were two more uh, unsanctioned debates scheduled for this week in New Hampshire at St. Anselm's College, uh, one sponsored by the local liberal TV station in Manchester uh, and the other one sponsored, I think, by CNN, another liberal outfit, whatever it was. And uh, so... It was going to be, since Trump's not taking part in these uh, debates, it was going to be uh, DeSantis versus Haley again. But Haley uh, said, uh, I'm, not, I'm not debating anybody except for uh, Donald Trump or Joe Biden, like, like she finished second. Forget winning. She, she, she didn't even finish second. She finished third. And uh, that's, uh, but, but she's not going to debate Ron DeSantis anymore. 844-500-4242 I want to take your calls on uh, on on this uh, what your what your thoughts were it's uh, the uh, the networks called it very quickly they called it even while the votes were taking place I mean, it was clear uh pretty early on that Trump was going to sweep the uh, the caucuses however you know it's it's been a uh, a somewhat of a tradition to wait until the polls actually close before the uh, networks declare 
who the winner is. And I know it's a little it's a little different with caucuses because you could uh, you know everybody uh, all the candidates have a chance to make a speech at the caucus before the vote and. So you, you don't know when the actual voting is going to take place. I guess some of them were done by like 8.15 or 8.30 Eastern time, 7.15, 7.30 Central time. And uh, other ones, uh, other caucuses probably went on until uh, 10, 11 o'clock at night. But still, I mean, the, the voting <laughs> barely started when uh, all, all the networks called it. And I, 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 was, I was told Fox News was uh, talking this morning saying, well, you know, uh, we didn't want to call it too early. And everyone's going, huh? Wait a second. You guys called Arizona pretty early in uh, 2020. Now you're uh, now you've gotten religion and you don't want to you don't want to call it early. Although they did. They did call it uh, very early for Donald Trump. Eight, four, four, five hundred forty two, forty two. So this uh, this puts uh, the uh, the the establishment, which was definitely behind Nikki Haley in, in kind of a bind. This was a good. This was a good uh, night for uh, Donald Trump with the fact that, you know, he he won a huge victory, biggest victory in uh, the, the history of the Iowa caucuses. The, uh, the 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 biggest win ever in the past was twelve points. I think back in nineteen eighty eight or nineteen ninety six, something like that. And uh, so and so he won by thirty points. And it was also good because uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, after he finished fourth, dropped out of the race and immediately endorsed Donald Trump. And uh, those are, I don't know what an endorsement is worth now, but it uh, takes him off the uh, board. Uh, you know, just like Chris Christie last week dropped out, and he his votes are assumed in New Hampshire to go to Nikki Haley, but he didn't endorse. He didn't endorse Nikki Haley. As a matter of fact, he said she was going to get smoked on the on that hot mic last week. And uh, Vivek has endorsed uh, has endorsed Trump and is going to campaign with him. So that's 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 a good thing too. And it's going to be it's going to be tough for uh, for the mainstream media, especially the Murdoch organization, the the New York Post, the Wall Street Journal, Fox News, to claim that uh, Nikki Haley is uh, is you know surging dominating with independence you can imagine i mean they're still going to do it to a degree but it's it's going to be harder to uh to to accomplish their uh, their usual uh, goals 844-500-4242 take, take what you see on fox or read in the wall street journal or the new york post with a grain of salt for the next at least for the next week that's that's my advice as a as a journalist and a former employee of uh, Rupert Murdoch. 844-500-4242-781. Nikki Haley is trying to gaslight us by claiming her third place showing makes it a two person race. Yeah, you know, you know that that's what I mean. Uh, how how could she say it's a two person race now when she finished third? What about the guy who finished second by the name of Ron DeSantis? I mean, I know he hasn't had a uh, really a impressive run here, you know, and and he spent he spent uh, supposedly uh, thirty five million bucks, but he finished second with spending thirty five million bucks. She spent thirty seven million bucks and finished third. So she's not exactly on a roll as far as far as I could see. But you know, I guess the the weather, of course, was was quite terrible. Uh, you know, snow, uh, 
day after day after day last week and then uh, record uh, sub-zero temperatures last night. So the, the turnout was miserable. For Just for instance, uh, the, the DeSantis people, their campaigns announced, their camp, in the campaign super PAC, et cetera, announced that they had knocked on 915,000 doors. This is DeSantis's campaign, and he got a little over 20,000 votes. I mean, that's... That's that's a pretty low low rate of return, is it not? 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. We're going to go straight to some phone calls here, and uh, we'll be talking about this uh, all hour. And I think uh, on uh, on Newsmax too, we uh, we may have a live feed later in uh, in in the in our two hours for uh, of uh, Trump together with uh, with uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, his uh, his former. Former opponent and now ally uh, on the uh, on the trail in the Granite State of New Hampshire. Steve, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, Howie. Long time, many time. Thank um, you. Watching the watching the media's head spin around backwards last night when Trump won the caucus, including the the Rhino Network of Fox. It, it makes you really wonder what they're going to come up with to. to blast Trump going forward when he gets the nomination. And I think it's really important that, that people start, you know, recognize the fact that, you know, if they don't support, you know, somebody other than Biden, this country is going to be in a world of hurt. Uh, and, and Trump's our guy. And, you know, conservatives and independents need to rally and support you know, somebody that's going to get us out of this quagmire. Right. I mean, even the Wall Street Journal today, you know, again, a Murdoch publication, pro Nikki Haley. They have a guy, Gerard Baker, and he's writing a column. What, what, are the, what is the far left, which is basically the entire establishment, what are they going to do if Trump wins the election? Are they just going to sit, sit by and, and take it? You know, there are already stories that at Davos, you know, all the beautiful people are getting together, the World Economic uh, Federation or Foundation, whatever it is, Klaus Schwab's group. There, uh, there, there's a real damper over the whole place because they're afraid that uh, you know uh, that globalism is, uh, is is about to be eclipsed by uh, nationalism and populism, as, as shown by you know what what's happened in uh, in Argentina, what's happened in, uh, in in Hungary, what's happened, what's happening in the United States of America. Thanks for the call, uh, Steve. Uh, Stanley, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Stanley. Hi, Howie. Um, I'm a uh, poll worker here in New Hampshire in a small town, and nobody is talking about the chaos that this uh, write-in for Joe Biden is going to cause. Um, any, like, Na- uh, Nashua and Salem, bigger cities, have machines, and the machine will not be able to read a write-in. So those will all have to be hand-counted. And uh, the town that I live in hand-counts anyway, and uh, hand counting. You know, right Stanley, do you really think that, by the way, in case you don't know, uh, Joe Biden, he, he wanted to, you know, give a do a favor for uh, James Clyburn in South Carolina because they, they put him over the top to get the nomination in 2020. So they basically decided to pull out of New Hampshire. He's not even Joe Biden is not on the ballot in New Hampshire, but there is a Minnesota congressman named Dean Phillips on the ballot. But, you know, Stanley, my question is, how many write ins is Joe Biden really going to get, do you think? He's going to get a lot. Um, really? We're in a 50-50 town as far as Democrat, Republicans, uh, registered voters. And there are, um, on Channel 9, new, or Channel 9, there's 
write in Joe Biden like every two seconds on on the um, television, and I think there's going to be oh they're a buying lot of they're buying in. TV spots. Yeah, oh, every two seconds, and uh, the signs everywhere. I've seen the signs. Uh, for the poll workers, that it's just going to be a mess. Uh, I, we're, we're probably going to be there until 3 in the morning trying to count ballots because of all the write-ins. Uh, I think it, they, don't you think, though, they're petrified of uh, Trump and chaos. they would like to get everybody over voting and in, uh, in in switching registrations and, and voting for Nikki Haley to try to stop Trump? Trump? I mean, if they don't stop Trump in New Hampshire, they're not going to be able to stop him anywhere. Well, it's not a matter of whether they're going to stop Trump with this writing campaign, but it's going to cost all these cities and towns an enormous right. amount of money and enormous amount of work to do all these. No, what I, what I mean is that every every write-in vote for Biden is a vote that's not going to go to Nikki Haley. That's you know? true. That's true. But uh, again, nobody's going to talk. Nobody's talking about the chaos that this write-in campaign for Biden is going to cause the poll yeah. workers. Uh, I was quite surprised when I saw the uh, yard signs because I thought they would be I, I didn't know it would be this organized. But the the signs are actually professionally printed and they got the union bug in the at the at the bottom, meaning that, uh, you know, it's it's done by a, a legitimate political campaign. So they they must be spending some money. I don't know how much it, I don't know how much it is. I haven't seen any records. I wish somebody would do a story on that to see how much they're spending on the Joe Biden campaign. Dean, Dean Phillips, just uh, the congressman from Minnesota, just got uh I believe a uh, million dollars from Bill Aikman, the uh, the, the uh, Harvard uh, hedge fund billionaire who was one of the people that ran uh, Claudine Gay out of Harvard University. He's becoming more and more active. Doesn't like Biden, and so he's given some money to to Phillips, who's trying to become the Eugene McCarthy. What Eugene McCarthy was in '68, the senator from Minnesota took out the sitting president, Democrat Lyndon Johnson. Phillips wants to do the same thing to uh, Biden all these years later. Thanks for the call, Stanley. I hadn't even thought I even thought about it being well organized like that. I'm back in Florida, but one of my last stops in New England before leaving was at Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire. They are always my first appointment back and my last before I leave. I make them a priority because taking care of your oral health is a priority. By neglecting it, it can lead to dementia, depression, and even heart disease. You don't want to get gingivitis. That's why you need to make getting your appointment at Perfect Smiles a priority. Do you think your mouth issues are too complicated to fix or that it would take so many visits that you give up before making that phone call to even get started? Are you looking for expertise and experience to help you? Put yourself and your health first. And since your oral health affects your overall well-being, do what I did. I went to Perfect Smiles in Nashua to be as healthy as I can and to look as good as I can. Make your health a priority in this new year. Call the only dentist I'll go to, Dr. Houghton at Perfect Smiles in Nashua. He's the best dentist I've ever been to, and he has the best staff of oral uh, hygienists I've ever seen either. Uh, look them up at perfectsmiles.com. That's perfectsmiles.com. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show returns after this. This hour of the Howie Car Show is brought to you in part by the 110 Grill. Try any item on their award-winning gluten-free menu. To find a location near you, go to 110grill.com. The Emperor of Hate, Howie Car, is back. 
It's time for Howie Cars Hate Mail Monday. Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> it's Tuesday, but we're going to do Hate Mail Monday right now. This is when we check in on all the uh, fan mail and uh, all the uh, mash notes, etc. that uh, Grace Curley the host of the prior show on the Howie Car Radio Network and I get, and as well as our producers, Taylor and uh, Jared and everybody else on the show. People love us a lot, don't they, Grace? Yes, Howie. And the reason we're doing this on Tuesday is because I was off yesterday, and that's actually the subject of one of the voicemails. Can I get cut one, please? Way to take a slide, Grace. The one holiday everybody's working because of the election, and Grace Curley nowhere to be found. Morning, guys in. Infomercial guys in. Afternoon guys in, but where's the noon chick? Huh? Huh? God, even the master's in. And Howie Carr, the hardliest working man in showbiz, but he's in. But where the hell are you? Good You know, God. I didn't come Shut up. I didn't come here to be made sport of. You can go after Grace all you want, but don't come hey! after me. Another person, Carol, wrote, Your fill-ins are easier on the eyes and ears than you are, Grace, and they have a better voice. You, you're you a Howie Carr clone who forgets to comb her hair. Dr. Laura likes stay-at-home moms. Kids do, too. WRK, WRKO listener, me, Dr. you, too. Dr. Laura? Yeah. We're, we're, we're going back in the past now. <laughs> Okay, it's not just me, though, Howie. Uh, Taylor got some hate mail, too. This is cut three. One of the worst parts about Tucker Taylor filling in for a month was when he started playing Frank Sinatra songs. That was the uh, the disco version of Night and Day. It was big in South America. Yeah. Mama will bark if you want to go look up that one. I don't think so. He looked over at his pianist, Bill Miller, while doing the disco version of All or Nothing at All, and his pianist gave him a dirty look, and he reportedly dropped the microphone, and he never did it again. This is the worst. <laughs> uh, don't ask me how I know this, but uh, he wore... A lavender cologne. It's it's out of print, but he used to like the smell of lavender. TMI? There are countries where if you sing my way <laughs> and do a horrible job, they will shoot you on sight. Oh, I hope you get a gig there. <laughs> I was a young man when that monologue began. Listen, there were two weeks of, uh, so there that, that was compiled and compressed. It wasn't. Yes. Um, Howie, you also... I hope so. You also have some hate on your your looks today. Can I get cut five, please? Jeez, Howie, what are you going with? The Boris Where's My Comb Johnson look today? Or is it the Rand Paul look? I, I don't understand what this uh, problem is. I, I asked Brandon <laughs> the barber to make sure that I don't have any cowlicks. But after I've been you know unshorn for a couple of weeks they start it starts popping out again what can i do oh very I'm, i like that word I'm, I'm not going with the uh brill cream a little dabble do you look that's that's uh, that's not me that's gavin newsom well carol on facebook wrote after several months of watching howie on facebook i have finally figured out who he looks like i figured out that he looks like mrs beasley with glasses he is a look-alike to the mrs beasley doll on family affair i don't even know what that is I Googled it. I don't think you're going to be happy. Another person, Howie, I don't know if this this counts as hate mail, but another person wrote, Howie, how tall are you? This is an honest question. Please respond. Thank you. Six feet. Okay. 
And another person wrote, no one cares about your racist articles, Howie. They hold no merit. Besides, you will be dead within the next five years. Enjoy your time while you can. <laughs> you know what? I could be dead within the next five minutes. But I, I don't, I don't, uh, wor- you can't worry about stuff like that, right? And what was racist, by the way? Are there any citations for, oh, for no, my no, no. racism? It's a very general insult. Okay. We'll be right back with your calls, 844-500-4242. That's it for Hate Mail Monday. I'm Howie Shaw. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. So the, the state-run media is so concerned about Donald Trump's return or his likely impending return, his likely uh, capture of the Republican nomination, and then he's ahead in most polls right now. Again, I know it's too early to, to worry about or rejoice about polls, but still, it's better to be ahead than behind, is it not? So, uh, so this is. Uh, I want to play a couple of cuts of them cutting away, or or not, or saying they're not going to cover the victory speech. The first one is from uh, Jake Tapper, who's a uh, you know a Democrat operative with a press pass. He used to uh, be the uh, spokeswoman for uh, Chelsea Clinton's mother-in-law when she was in Congress, the mother-in-law, and she was married to a, a brand, another Democrat congressman who uh, went to prison for bank fraud and still owes $10 million in restitution he hasn't paid back. So that's, that's Jake Tapper's uh, background in journalism, so to speak. And now he's a, now he's a, a, a pundit for uh, CNN. Uh, this is uh, Jake Tapper cutting away from Trump's victory speech. Cut one. We're going to seal up the border because right now we have an invasion. We have an invasion of millions and millions of people that are coming into our country. I can't imagine why they think that's a good thing. Donald Trump declaring victory with a historically strong showing in the Iowa caucuses. If these numbers hold the biggest victory for a non-incumbent president in the modern era for this contest. A relatively subdued speech as these things go so far, although here he is right now under under my voice. You hear him repeating his anti-immigrant rhetoric. You think they would have caught, you think Jake Tapper, Clinton, crime family made member would have cut off uh, Bill Clinton when he said, I did not have sex with that woman, Ms. Lewinsky. It all depends on the meaning of the word, on what the meaning of the word is, is. But he cuts away from uh, Trump. And by the way, uh, that was the number one issue in Iowa, according to the entrance polls that his own network took. 44% of the uh, the Iowa caucus goers said that was the biggest issue in the United States. 30% said the economy. I don't have to tell you how far Joe Biden is underwater on both of those issues, not only among Democrat, uh, Republicans, but also uh, independents and Democrats. So this is Rachel Maddow announcing they're not even going to take a little bit of the speech because, you know, MSNBC with all those great correspondents like, you know, like everybody, Brian Williams in the old days, Mike Barnacle, Al Sharpton, you know, all uh, Joy Reid. 
who used to make homophobic remarks about uh, people on Twitter and then claimed uh, she, her, her Twitter account was hacked. This is uh, Rachel Maddow, uh, you know, saying that they have higher journalistic standards at uh, MSNBC. Cut 30. I just have to do a little bit no. of business just for a second. Um, at this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory speech. Uh, we will keep an eye on that as it winner? happens. Uh, we will let you know if there's any news made in that speech, if there's anything noteworthy, something substantive and important. Um, the reason I'm saying this is, of course, there is a reason that we and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, and honestly, right. earnestly, it is not an easy decision. Well, but there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. That is a fundamental truth they, they, they of were okay our with the Russian collusion so hoax. They were okay with the Ukrainian phone call hoax. They were okay with the Georgia phone call hoax. They were okay with saying Michael Cohen's phone was tapped when it wasn't. They ran with that for hours at a time. And there's, I mean, how how many fake news? How about the how about the uh, Trayvon Martin case in Florida way back when? That was uh, they they uh, edited that tape to make it into a lie. How about the Dateline NBC when they blew up the truck? I mean, how, how much how much fraudulence do they have? Brian Williams made up all kinds of stories when he was the anchor. <laughs> I mean, now they now they're in a high dudgeon because Donald Trump does it. Tell what about Joe Biden? He said he started the civil rights movement the other day. How about that? Eight four. He said he couldn't. He he uh, he couldn't play lacrosse when he was in high school, because it was the, it it was also uh, he was a football player. Even though lacrosse is the spring football, I mean this is just minor stuff that he that he lied about. And he said he, he his high school actually didn't have a lacrosse program until thirty plus years after he'd graduated. But he he gets away with all these lies, and nobody says anything. Wages have gone up since he became president. That's what he says. Not not over not not when you figure in inflation, people's buying power is way down. Why do you think he's at a, at a record low rates in the poll, low numbers in the polls? But hey, you know, MSNBC, Rachel Maddow, oh, very very big. Carol, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Carol. Hi, Howie. I wanted to tell you, I live in a small town in New Hampshire, and these Democrats are very well organized. I got an email about volunteering this January 23rd. I yeah. replied back, oh, I'd love to. Guess what? Crickets. Wait, you you said you the Democrats wanted you to, to volunteer for who? Oh, to work at the polls. If you want to work at the polls, you have to take a class. Okay. <laughs> I said, I'd love to. I'm retired. I can do it. And I know the woman who emailed me. And I have not heard from her since. Oh, because you just... wanted to work for a Republican. I see. I get it. Okay. Do you think they? Do you think? Do you know anybody in your in your town in New Hampshire who wants to write in Joe Biden's name next Tuesday? Oh, they gotta be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who would who would uh, who would follow a party who's 
logo is an ass. That's all I can say. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Carol. I appreciate it. 844-500-4242. Sean, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Sean. Hey, Howie, how's it going? Yeah, I wanted to comment on the same thing. Like, what kind of space cadets are going to vote for Biden? That other previous caller said 50%, basically half of people of his town. Where's that guy from? Yeah, I I don't know. I it just uh, it, I just can't imagine anyone going out to. I I would think the Democrats. If I were the Democrats in New Hampshire, I would be telling people if you're an independent and you can you can vote in the Republican primary, vote for Haley to stop Donald Trump. I mean I I you know they're not they're not going to they're not going to allow Dean Phillips to have any kind of uh you know oxygen as a candidate this is the the congressman from Minnesota i mean they've they've can't they basically canceled the primaries the democrat primaries in states like uh like well like New Hampshire basically and and also uh North Carolina Florida there there aren't any there uh, you know it, it's it's a funny thing because before uh before the uh, the sort of the anti-war crowd took over the Democrat Party in uh, the early 1970s, late 1960s, they everything was decided in smoke-filled rooms. You know, Hubert Humphrey was going to be the nominee in 1968, even if uh, Robert Kennedy hadn't been assassinated in Los Angeles. And now, all these years later, from 68, what is it, 56 years later, they're reverting back to the smoke-filled rooms, canceling the primaries. So much for the uh, so much for the people's uh, you know uh, input into the into the selection process here. Thanks for the call, Sean. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Dave, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Howie, we might get a live intervention from the police right now because uh, I'm at Atkinson. They closed the road into the country club because they're at capacity. We were told to park here on the side of the road on a side street. And now we had DP, Mr. DPW come through and tell us that we're all going to get towed. And now what bothers me is I saw two or three other vehicles up in front of us now that the people left and walked in the pathway that they were freshly plowing to get in there to walk in. So right. they're gone. And when those tow trucks come, I'm going to be, and the guy behind me too, we're going to go out and we're going to keep them from towing these friggin' cars. They got no, you know, really, we're here to show our support even if we can't get in we're here to show our support, and we're not bothering anybody sitting here. It's not a big, major snowstorm going on, you know. It's ridiculous. It's right. So this is in this is in Atkinson, New Hampshire. This is where uh, President Trump is going to be speaking in a in a fairly soon with, uh, and he's going to be joined by Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, who just dropped out last night after getting under eight percent in the uh, Iowa caucuses, and he endorsed him. And uh, uh, Caroline Levitt is going to be there, too, I would think. Uh, she, she's the uh, former candidate for the 1st Congressional District. She's been, she's been doing some work for me. She was just appointed today as the, uh, as the uh, national press secretary for the, uh, for the Trump campaign. And congratulations to uh, Caroline Levitt. We're, we're very pleased with her, and she'll do a great job for Trump. How many people you figure are there, Dave? Oh, I have no idea. They're at capacity, and they won't let anybody drive in on either end of the place, so the place is at capacity. And, uh, you know, the cops are going to come by and finally give us the, you know, the, the, the say, you got to go, and all this other crap. Thanks thanks for the call, Dave. 844-500-4242. Ted, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Ted. Thanks, 
Highway. That was really quick. Um, I consider myself kind of sophisticated and, and up to date on things, but I'm embarrassingly going to ask you: Would you please go through and explain to me and everybody else this wrote it right in Joe Biden things? What's what's that mean? What's going on with the Democrats? What's the whole right in things? He he wanted it, James Clyburn was the black congressman who kind of got the AME groups together to push him over the top after he got crushed in the and all the primary in New Hampshire, the caucuses in, in Iowa, in in South Carolina, kept his campaign alive. And so Clyburn called in a chit and said, you know, can you make South Carolina the first Democrat primary as a as a reward for what we did for you in 2020? And so Biden, you know, he's, he's a spineless uh, hack. So he just went along and they said, he said, yeah, we'll do that. And New Hampshire said, we don't care. We're going to be the we're going to be the first in the nation primary like we've always been. So Joe Biden and the Democrats said, well, we're not going to we're not going to put uh, uh, Sleepy Joe or Crooked Joe on the ballot. So so now they have they have Mary Marianne Williamson, the uh, the self-help guru with the with the uh, crystal ball. And uh, she's on the ballot. Dean Phillips, the congressman from Minnesota, is on the ballot. And uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. was going to be on the ballot, but he dropped out because he figured it was fixed. So then the Biden people realized we're going to be embarrassed, so we better start a write-in campaign. So they're they're asking their people, their Democrats, to come out on a week from today and write in Joe Biden's name. And that's what so he's a he's a sitting president of the United States who's not on the ballot. But they've got you're, Ted, you're in New Hampshire. You haven't seen any of the signs anywhere out in the uh, the yard signs out there right in Joe Biden. Yeah, I, I, I see him and I drive by and I say, what the heck? So let me just follow this to his logical conclusion. This is just more of the scam that they're pulling on the American public about voting and playing with voting. <laughs> yeah, I. I think it's just that they they really uh, they they didn't figure New Hampshire would do this to them. They figured that they could just uh, tell New Hampshire how to how to act. And and you know the Democrats and the Republicans both in New Hampshire said, "Hey, this is this is BS." You know, we like our first in the nation primary. And uh, so they're going to they're going to have it and and now they now they're stuck with this and they're having to uh, to scramble to try to get uh, Joe Biden some votes. And uh, and it's going to it's going to be a mess counting the votes. And it's also going to make it harder for them to uh, to throw all these uh, independent votes into the Nikki Haley column to try to stop Trump. They've they've uh, it's called uh, too cute by half in politics. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. This is uh, it's going to be some. We're going to follow this thing very closely. And uh, we we tweeted out a picture of the signs on uh, Friday. If you uh, if you weren't uh, watching, so uh, at howiecarshow.com you could. Let's send out a let's tweet out another picture of the sign, uh, Taylor, uh, if we can, just so you can see the sign. And it's and again, it's a, it's a professionally done sign, right in Joe Biden, and it's got the little union bug at the bottom, which tells you it is professionally done. When running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations, like somebody not showing up when they're supposed to. You better talk to Bambi. With Bambi, get access to your access to your own dedicated U.S.-based HR manager starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. 
And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. HR managers can easily cost 80 grand a year, but Bambi starts at $99 per month. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Visit Bambi.com and type Howie Carr under radio when you sign up, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com, Howie Carr, under radio. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. Listening to the Howie Carr Show. I wonder if the uh, state-run media is going to pay any attention to this uh, this write-in campaign. What if it flops spectacularly? And uh, Dean Phillips, who's you know, I, I give him credit for having the courage to give up his house seat and, and attempt this, but he's not exactly a, uh, a a ball of fire out on the campaign trail. He's not. He's He's not charismatic, shall we say? Uh, what if he What if he does well? What if he wins the primary, or he gets like like forty two percent of the vote, like the other guy from Minnesota, Senator Eugene McCarthy, got against Lyndon Johnson in sixty eight? You know, t- uh, Harry Truman was on the ballot in fifty two, and he uh, he lost. I believe he lost to Senator Estes Kefauver, who'd been holding these organized crime hearings from Tennessee. And that was the end of that was the end of Harry Truman. Uh, LBJ barely won the New Hampshire primary in '68. Bobby Kennedy jumped in. That was the end of LBJ. I mean, there, there's historical precedent for for Democrat presidents incumbents getting into trouble in the New Hampshire primary. We'll see what happens. Dan, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, Howie. Two quick comments, if I can. The first one is I know a couple of uh, political. Uh, heavyweights that were up that were in Iowa uh, last night, and when the first few districts started to come in, they were telling me, you know, there's a pretty big giddiness about Haley because she was the first district the two came in pretty heavy for her. Like even she won those districts, you know, out of the thousand or whatever they were. Yeah. But I, I mean, I have no way to prove this, but I have to say that the only reason they called that early is because it became a Trump tsunami, and I'm. I bet if they just let it roll, he would have been like 70% or more over there. And they were like, no, no, we have to stop it now, you know, <laughs> like the CNN clip. You know, like as soon as he starts to hit it out of the park, they got to they gotta shut him down, you know. Right. Uh, or or in the case of Rachel that, Maddow, you don't, even, you don't even say the name, you know. Right, yeah, right. The candidate who's running. Oh, so crazy. But, the, you know, the other thing is that um, – that defamation case going on here in New York is, uh, you know, you've been to a lot of these kangaroo court cases. You know, you've yeah. got a lot more experience with this. But uh, do I have this right? It's like she says, like, you raped me. And, and his answer is, no, I didn't. You're crazy. And then she says, you're defaming me by calling me crazy. And then right. the jury is so lost and obviously stoned on weed or whatever else they're giving him in there that they're like, yeah, he didn't rape her, but he defamed her by saying he didn't rape her. Yeah, how I mean, is that, how is that justice? Can you, can you, can someone? It's tell me lawfare. That? It's. I mean, I think 
you know, Dan, most people aren't paying that much attention to any of this stuff, but they, they understand what's happening to them day after day, these, these nonsensical charges. And then these, these corrupt people that are, that are doing this, like Alvin Bragg is, you know, after him on the Stormy Daniels, he, he won't go after carjackers in Manhattan, people who, who rob outdoor diners in, in Midtown. He won't go after them, but he's going after Trump for a non-disclosure agreement. Everybody in, in uh, corporate America knows what an NDA is. Thanks for the call on Howie Clark.